All right, Mo, we're back on the podcast side of things tonight, outside, beautiful night. No weird noises yet. No weird noises yet, but we will get into our agenda-free show after your favorite song. I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in a cellar full of trillion beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years. Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no. They might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm. What an elegant species. And you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault, wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast if you like to wait two hours for one growler you come two to the right hours, place we love it, and if we you love need it. someone to mule your beers mo's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach now that's commitment and that's the difference between ben mo and you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is noob correct noob this is noob this is noob this is noob back what did we say episode 43 oh 42 42 even better 42. and uh congratulations we're we're in year two mo we yeah, officially made the second year yep this is our first podcast back in the new year since our first anniversary party it was unbelievable we had so many guests there we had actually the guy that created sam adams he was there yeah. we had the creators of treehouse other yep. half Trillium. It was a big collaboration event. Yeah. We posted the tickets. There was like a super limited amount available. So yeah. if you didn't even see it, that's why. Yeah, we had a, a one of a time one of a kind collab. It was Treehouse and Hill Farmstead. They made one bottle for us and uh we drank that already. So unfortunately we didn't list it on untapped. We thought that was a little taboo. Yeah, yeah. It was a little uh you know, presumptuous to, you know, <laughs> bragging, you know, like oh, our bottle of Yeah. But we're back. Uh sorry to be away for so long. We have a pretty good show for you tonight, I think. Uh we're just gonna kinda recap some of the beers that have come out since we've been off the air. Mo has a, a bunch of cool stuff for you on the Goose Island variants, uh, some of the permutation stuff from Trillium. Um, but before we get into it, we do want to tease our radio show coming up next week, next Tuesday. We have Noob Tap Takeover on 990WBOB.com. We'll post a link in the Facebook group. Um, we don't have a guest lined up for that yet, but we'll we'll oh, be working yeah. on it. Yeah, we should probably do that. Yeah, we're trying to get the canned heat, guys, but... Well, we'll see. Yeah, I can probably reach out to them. We can see. We'll see what happens. No promises. Uh, So since uh, we were last on the podcast scene, I believe Mo and I ran into a bit of a whale at a beer share. We got to try, uh, what was it, Juice Machine, I think it's called. Yeah, that one there. Uh, Juice Machine. It was a great uh, delight to to find. What did you think of it, Mo? Uh, It was great. Yeah. the obvious, the obvious thing that people will say is that it's overhyped. Yeah, you know that's like the that's the 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 cool thing to say about a beer now. Yeah, and personally, personally, I'm not a fan of that anyways because I feel like if I hype a beer, 
then it's because I really wanted to try it. So yeah. even if it does fall a little flat for me, that's still like I cross it off my list. You know what I mean? Like it's not overhyped in that I was excited to try it and I tried it. Yeah. And juice machine I had in my head was going to be great. And I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Maybe I, not exactly what, like, I thought of it, but I didn't really know what to think of it, you know? I kind of agree with you there. And, like, we talked about it a little further that night that, um, you know, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but that's just because I didn't really know anything about the beer going exactly. in. Other than it was, like, extremely rare. Um, and I thought it was going to be this big, juicy beer. And it may have been. I got, like, a two-ounce pour out of it. Yeah, that was um, tough, but great still. Yeah, I mean, still, I'm, I'm not complaining at all. But I, we wonder about what our feelings would have been having a full pour or two of the mm. beer. Um, still great to try. Glad I got to check it off the, the beer Definitely. bucket list. That's been on my wish list for a while. Yeah, and uh, it was great. Also, since then... Uh, Trillium's come out with a bunch of collabs. Obviously, that's what they do. Yep. Uh, they came out with the Stroka, which was with, with the, the Veil. Vale. Yep. Uh, very interesting beer. I got to try it. Um, it it was like it's like a sour made with wine grapes. It's a lot more winey than beery. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about that beer. Beery's a word. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got it. Uh, very. Yeah, I would say a very sophisticated beer. Okay. If that makes sense. They also came out with the one hundred thousand trillion everything. Triple IPA. Uh, yeah, I was kind of pissed I didn't have. go. I, I have a four-pack waiting somewhere in the in the mist. Oh, really? Got to try that as well. Uh, very, very good beer. L- much lighter uh, than a lot of triples around. It wasn't hmm. super, super sweet, which you expected. I actually didn't know it was a triple until after I like looked at the can, <laughs> looked at it on, on Untapped. Who grabbed that for you? Do you not want to name drop? Um, Todd. Nice. Todd went up there, and I, I believe he did. He may have given it away. I, I honestly mm. don't know, but we'll see. Um, so hopefully that's still there. I did get the glass, though. From oh, that's great. Seamus Pendergast. Nice. Gave me the glass one per the person. glass was badass. Yeah, and he, he lobbed it up to me, so... Shout out to Seamus for that. Uh, anything cool come out? Super Typhoon came out. Juice yeah, Machine. I saw that. Um, wasn't there some crazy green or sap or something? Some crazy bright, bright they with did, three um, B's or something. Yeah, they did. Bu- 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 bright. Yeah. They did. Gu- 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 green. Yeah. They did. S- 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 sap. They yeah. did all those. Yeah. Um, I think the big story from them is the. Uh, the variant pours that they have on site, the s'mores double shot. Oh, yeah, and, I saw that, too. That was really cool. Uh, Julius with whatever it is there, the, all the crazy variants that they've had. Uh, really, really cool stuff. And obviously, we can talk about Trillium and Trias every week, as we always do. Yep. Uh, other local stuff I wanted to talk about. Beer on Earth opened. Yeah, I saw that. that. I saw and, Gary post that on uh, one of the beer groups. Yeah, a lot of Rhode Island guys <laughs> down there. Don't know a ton about them. I don't know anything Cannot about that. looks spectacular. I know they're connected really, really to a bakery. Cool. Okay, that's Or cool. next door to a bakery, maybe. Okay. So there's some kind of collaboration going on there with, like, spent grain being turned into nice. bread or something like that. Yeah, well... I, I would imagine. I mean, it was, that was the great contaminated uh, Bourbon County year. They went next to a bakery, and some of the really? yeast came... Oh, damn. Yeah, the yeast came through the vent, and... Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that's what happened. So... Yeah, you got to be careful with that, but maybe they're not making any sour stuff. I don't know. Ah, I don't know. I, I don't even know what they make. I'd like to go up there. I don't even know where there. they are. I'm nope. Just, nope. just going blind. Yeah, I don't even know where they are. I saw the post, and I was like, I remember Joe saying something about them. Yeah. But I, I didn't know anything about them, and 
I, I'd go check them out for sure. Any other local news, Mo? Um, nothing really that I can think of. Shovel Town coming to distribution. Shovel Town coming to distribution. We got the inside scoop on that. Yep, yep. Shovel Town will be coming to, to mass distribution as of next week. Okay. So you'll start seeing that pop up in some uh, some liquor stores in your area. Pretty kind of cool. cool. It'll just be one for now, and then you'll probably see it on tap at a couple places too. And um, yeah, eventually, hopefully they. Uh, they distribute a little more, but it'll be Flyaway IPA, which we're going to try a little sample of tonight, and uh, yeah, see what you think. Cool. Uh, yeah, Proclamation came out with some Magnum bottles, right? Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah, Adam was talking about that. I don't know what the beer was exactly. Uh, looked very cool. Proclamation always does great stuff. I think but... it was uh, it was like a, fo- a photo-aged ale or something like that. Okay. Uh, it might have been a Saison, because that, that's usually the type of thing that he goes, he goes nuts for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember it was, was it one per person? They were like 40 bucks, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't think they were that, Steve. I thought they were like 26 or something. I thought they were 40. But they still had bottles last that. I saw. Yeah, they, they had, maybe they made 40. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. That could have been it. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, I guess they weren't uh, in high demand being kind of like a random packaging. But yeah. kind of more like a, like, a, like a cool thing to have. Not necessarily practical. Yeah. But... Cool. I mean, I'd like to have that down in the cellar and be like, hey, this is a beer that I have. Let's open this up. Yeah. Other cool. local kind things coming up. This weekend, we have the Weir Funk Fest on Sunday the 15th, uh, put on by Night Shift. It's in Walpool. Tickets, I don't know if they're still available. I, I doubt it. Um, great lineup going there. This is my second year at the fest. I believe Finback's going to be there. I believe Wakefield will be there. Lost Abbey. A lot of cool uh, breweries from down south and putting out some some weird beer so check that out if you can next week is the newport craft race festival is that right uh i think is that's that what, what it's called, called? yeah something like yeah. that that's a little funky but we up. do have passes to that that's the same day as the food truck festival here in new bedford as well so oh man might have to somehow funky. collab that yeah we might have to make the two for that one and then beginning of next month, August 4th, is the Trillium Party. Uh, we do have tickets to the morning session of that, which is very exciting. Um, that is 11 to 3, and then 4 to... Yeah, I don't know the end crazy. time on that one. Yeah. 4 to 10. Or... Two different sessions. I believe they're both sold out, but we will report back on oh, yeah. what we find there. That's going to be amazing. Uh, so, Mo, you said you had some info on the Goose Island variants coming out. Um, I do. You, you have the inside scoop on this, so why don't you take the lead? Okay. So, everybody knows that Goose Island does these every year. They yep. come out the day after Thanksgiving. You start seeing them in distro late November, early December. Uh, we usually see just the regular one. Yep. We'll see some coffee and some barley wine. Yeah, and I've never rare. even actually seen a coffee on the shelf. Yeah. Um, and actually, I've never seen a barley wine on the shelf either. Um, Joe keeps saying that he's going to get me one, but he's a lying son of a bitch. Yeah. So this year, the, there's going to be a bunch of, of new ones. Okay. Um, one, one that they haven't done in a long time and a couple that they've never done. Yeah, just to recap, last year I think they did, a, they did Northwoods, which was yep. blueberry and almond. They had a Bananas Foster one last year. Uh, they, I remember covering Something it, like but I don't that. remember seeing any any of them anywhere. Yeah, they have, definitely not around here. They have a reserve, which I believe is brewery only, yep. where they age it in some crazy, yep. 
some crazy uh, the cast. reserve and like the proprietor blend or something. Yeah, which those two are Chicago only. Yeah, so um, that's just just a rundown, quick. In case yeah, you don't so know we what's going on. we will see the regular BCBS. Obviously, we'll see Coffee Stout. Um, they're doing it with Intelligentsia Dark Roast Coffee Beans. Great. Um, don't know much about that, but I've, I've always wanted to try the coffee. Never actually gotten yeah. to. Um, they will also have the reserve. The reserve will be in 12-year-old Elijah Craig bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. So a little different there. Yeah. And then kind of cashing in on this whole milk stout thing. Okay. They're doing a Neapolitan. I did see this. I saw that. I knew. See, I wasn't sure if these were like concepts. These are happening, baby. But these are a real thing. All right, yep. go ahead. So obviously aged in bourbon barrels and blended with strawberry, puree, chocolate, vanilla, and lactose. That's awesome. So, sounds really cool. Again, don't know if we're going to see it around here. No, I Haven't gotten any indication of, of uh, distribution areas. Well, we mentioned the proprietor's blend. Cocoa nibs and chocolate added. We definitely won't see any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is one that they've done before, and I have one in the basement, actually. They're doing the Bramble Rye again, where they age it in rye whiskey barrels and blend it with raspberries and blackberries. Oh, that sounds great. You have one of those in the basement? 2015. Wow. That's yeah. a good pull. And I have a Northwoods still down there, too, that no kidding. you should probably try at some point. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Um, then Oh, that would be great. <laughs> then we're doing Friendsgiving. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, they're doing a vanilla stout. Okay. Which they haven't done before, aged with vanilla, well, that I know of anyways. I love vanilla in, oh, in all, all beers. A I know bourbon, a lot of people have been complaining about it in IPAs, but I, oh, I love it everywhere. I don't care where it is, but in a bourbon barrel stout, yeah, yeah, you can throw vanilla true. in that. That's I'm fine with that. And then they're doing a horchata stout. Yeah, I, I saw that too, yeah. Aged it, in bourbon it, barrels, obviously, flavored with Ceylon cinnamon, okay. vanilla, and lactose. Yeah, that sounds great too. And then the last little twist... There will be no barley wine. Oh, boy. But. Hide them, hide them, stash them away. There will be a wheat wine. Okay. Wheat wine's cool. So, I Roughly mean. Roughly the same thing. Exa- almost exactly <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, they will, um, they will obviously, uh, they had to replace it with something. So, yeah. they figured wheat wine. Um, and it's not, uh, not clear whether all the beers will be released in all areas. My guess is that they yeah, definitely they will, will not be. Um, they haven't said anything about increasing production or anything like that. So I would still expect to either pay top dollar for somebody in that area to get it for you uh, or to trade for it or whatever. But I would guess we'll see the basics. We might see some coffee. Yeah. Maybe the wheat wine. Uh, maybe. And maybe one of these milk stouts. I, I don't know. My I don't know advice, where they're going to be distributed. My advice for anyone looking for this, uh, don't pay some crazy raffle ticket fee to get it at yankee for the regular ones no if you can get a variant i mean you can find the regular ones at just about anywhere now yeah this is so widely distributed there's it's certain crazy. stores that if you if you go like even months after yeah. you'll find it on their shelf and they're yeah. usually about 12 bucks a bottle yeah give or take um depending on store specific markup usually about 12 bucks a bottle don't pay more than that yeah yeah and try not to and if you do get involved in a raffle or any kind of like pay to play, uh, pay to participate or anything, you'd better be getting one of the cool ones. Yeah, it's got to be at least a, cool a solid one. opportunity for a good one. Yeah, we, I mean, I I walked into a liquor store last year. This was after like, well, you were in the hospital when Ryan was just born. Yep. I I think I got I did get 
I'm pretty sure I got Bourbon County the day before Thanksgiving. It's possible. At, they at get them a little early, and they're not supposed to sell them yeah. until the day yeah. after. But. I, I'm pretty sure I got it, and I got the four bottles. I got two for you, two for me. Yeah. Because I knew you weren't going to be able to make it out there. And then I went to I some random liquor store, like literally like a garbage liquor store. And I saw on the shelf they had this year, and they had one from last year still on the oh, shelf. Oh, damn. And I was like, oh, my God, I should buy that. But how old is that beer sitting out in the sunlight the entire time? Yeah. So I, I didn't uh, I didn't pick it up. It's probably still there, honestly, if I wanted to go back. Um, but, yeah, so you Somebody can find them around. Somebody must have taken a flyer on that. And you'll always see them at, like, big, crazy liquor stores. They'll buy, like, cases, and they'll sell yep. for, like, 10 bucks a bottle. It's yep. not that big a deal to them. So. Nope. Um, some places are really weird, like one per person, and they only let you get one of, of like the total series. They they won't let you get one of the regular, one of the variant. They're like real so, weird about these things for some reason. Because but. the the amounts that they get are so inconsistent, and yeah, it's something like kind of it, it is kind of sought after. Yeah, for whatever reason, even the regular one, like people look forward to it every year, and it's you know it, it changes a little bit from year to year. But I don't. I mean, is it the best beer of the year? Yeah. No. No, I don't think but so. But it's, it's a good beer. It's high octane. It, it's great for a share because you can get Definitely. a lot done in three or four ounces. Yeah. Um, and w- there actually used to be bars like downtown New Bedford, Poor Farm, used to get years, flight, mm. flights of it. That's right. We did that at, was that Poor Farm, right? Yeah, 2014, 15, and 16, I, I think was that. the last that was cool. time I had it. Uh, they didn't get it last year for some reason, whatever, they forgot to order it or something, huh. something crazy like that, but... Um, I've never been able to get it. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't able to get it on tap. Um, kind of tough. Yeah, and yeah. It's uh, you have I to support know. the Goose Island brand like all year, and it's like I don't want Goose Island IPA on tap yeah. all year just it, so I can get a Bourbon County Log. It is strange. It and is pay two hundred eighty bucks for it or whatever. Yeah, it, it's very strange, but um, you know, so be, on be on the lookout. lookout I mean, that. it's like four months away. Yeah, but. November. You know, we'll be talking about uh, Beervana by then. Mm. IPA fest by then, so yeah, we're talking about a lot of things by then. Yeah, we got a lot more to talk about in <laughs> the four months in between that. Yeah, uh, so that is your Goose Island preview. A couple yep. couple months early this year. Yeah, well, um, I think we did that in, in like October last year. I think we did too. Yeah, we did it well, really late, but really on time. <laughs> and you said you had something on the permutation series. Yeah, so I was I was looking through um, my Twitter feed. Yeah. today just to check breweries and stuff and i get all kinds of trillium notifications yeah so i i clicked through and I, i've been hearing a lot of people talk maybe not talk shit but that they've been doing a permutation every week yeah they, they're banging and them out. they have been i mean you can't stuff. really deny that i mean they're up into the 50s somewhere now right yeah yeah so i mean they they kind of ad- not really addressed that because they don't really care what people yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, the negative things that people are saying about your beer, because so many people are saying positive things. So I don't think they even needed to address any of the negative aspects. But they basically just explained what the permutation series was all about. I'm kind of curious about this because I have a theory on it, and I, I want to see what they what they have to yeah, say. Yeah, I think then... we've ta- you can you can have your your moment in the sun because yeah. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, but they just a brief article. I won't read the whole thing. Mathematically speaking, permutations represent fundamental change based on the rearrangement of existing elements. Okay. So basically just doing weird things. Yep. yep. And that's what the permutation series has been all about. They did a wild ale brewed with apple juice, 
double IPA with orange, vanilla peel, and uh, vanilla peel, <laughs> vanilla, orange peel, and lactose. Yeah. They did a Weizenbach, um, all kinds of weird things that just, hey, well, that's kind of cool that they put that in a beer. Yeah. Um, what the whole thing was about here is that they wanted to create a brewer's playground, an area where the brewers could feel free to collaborate with employees and share ideas with each other and come up with something cool, funky, and different. Um, so what they tried to do was, you know, they changed the fermentation profile. They tra- changed the hops that they were using. They changed, uh, I think, even the yeast strain for a little while. They changed their, their yeast strain in the beer. Um, ultimately, it says the goal is to learn more about what beers are universally compelling. What do we love creating and what do you love drinking? And they say that the permutations don't always just end at a number. Yeah. They're always able to return with fully developed personalities. Think of our permutation releases as sneak peeks as to what might be future entries in the Trillium Lexicon. Yeah. Speaking of which, the end of this week will bring life to a new series of beers born from the permutation line. Stay tuned for details. No kidding. So yeah. I would guess it's going to be something like a Little Bird series or yeah, yeah. something Faded like that Farmer. where they do, yeah, they'll Probably do like a series of beers, maybe like throwbacks or, you know, maybe redo Perm 4, 9, 16, and 33 because those were the four best ones yeah, or, you know, something like so that. And uh, uh, I have two theories on this. One is exactly what you said. It's their, their spot to experiment and feel free uh, to pass a beer off as a one-off. They come out with an idea. It's kind of a, a test preview to make sure everybody enjoys it. They don't want to go all in and, and yeah. uh, go into my second theory here is when we've talked to some brewers how difficult it is to get beer names that oh, are yeah. used. Uh, every brewery has this. They have Curiosity Series, yep. at Treehouse. They have Process and Progress at Proclamation. Yep. They have uh, Permutation at, at Trillium. They have other ones at other breweries that I, I can't think of. Right? Oh, uh, Morph. Is it Morph? Uh, I don't know. What's the one that Night Shift does? That's like a, isn't that like a cuvee? Uh, They mix them all together. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, No, what is uh, Solace and Solitude? Oh, okay. They all all have it. They find a name that nobody has, and then you can just throw numbers at the end of it and pump out beer. It's not that, it's not that outrageous to do. Just Uh, copyright it one time or, you know, get the trademark on it one time and And I think it's great because it does, you want to show that you can brew more than your IPAs. Definitely. You know, and they, they've come out with some great stuff. I like that strawberry gozo with sea salt they just came out in permutation. Um, that double IPA delicious. with citra was awesome. Yeah. I mean yep. they they've done so many good ones. Uh long time ago, Perm nine was that, that rich sour. Yeah, I have one that downstairs. Was like, oh, the amber that was like lip puckery. It was great. Those were like great. And that's when you thought Perm was gonna be like, Oh well, when's the number gonna stop? You know? Yeah. And, and they were, go I mean there through. were a good string of sours there for a while too. There were maybe yeah. like three, four, maybe even like five in a row that were sours. Mm-hmm. So I remember going up there for pours and seeing like I don't remember the numbers, but it was like Perm four, Perm six, and Perm seven, and it was all different sours. I was like, Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize they made that many sours and I, I thought that was gonna be like a trend and then you know, obviously they they do whatever the hell they want with the series, which is great. Yeah, and and you know that's their prerogative too. If they started it out as something and and wanted to adapt and <laughs> use it into something different, it doesn't matter. Nope. Um, you have your your beers, your cult followings that everyone's going to go after the street series, the little bird series, yep. faded farmer series. Those are uh, tried and true recipes that you can repeat. Mm-hmm. 
and the permutation is something you might maybe can't. So I don't I don't see the the big deal about it. Do you at think all. they make these on a smaller? They must make a smaller batch of this. Yeah, I or do think you think so. they do like a full? Can't be a full run, right? Uh, maybe. I mean, they sell enough beer that yeah, they that's could what probably I mean. do. You know, a full run of anything. Because it seems like when they come out with them, they're available for like two days. Yeah. They're not like the collabs where like the collabs are gone by like five o'clock, yeah. six o'clock. You know, you can't get when they do a collab with the Veil or like, you know, uh, what was the other one? Evil Twin. Or, yeah. Those aren't lasting multiple days in yeah. most cases where the perms are. Yeah. So, but I they're not agree. as sought after as the collabs. So I, I don't, I don't know. think anybody knows what they are. Yeah, that's I, true. I think that's, I mean, not that anybody knows what the collabs are either. But yeah. It's just a trendy thing to post. I feel like the permutations are easy to mix up. Yeah. Because, like, we could, have a com- 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 we could have a conversation right now where you talk about Perm 50, and I could be like, oh, is that the one with the orange peel and the blah, blah, blah? And yeah. you could say, no, 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 that's the that's the stout with the vanilla beans. And yeah. Well, no, actually, we're both wrong. It was, you know, so I feel like it gets kind of confusing with the numbers, but. Um, yeah, you know, like when Todd just says, like, oh, did you try Perm 48? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I think I did. Yeah. Which yeah. one was that again? You can honestly get handed a can or a bottle of it and have no idea what's inside. Yeah, that's so, true. It's um, true. It's cool, though. I mean, I I find at least you kind of, at least they put a description on it. Yeah. Got a progress and process. There's nothing on the There's can. There's nothing. They all look the same. They you print have to, like, look something under on it. the bottom that says, like, double IPA. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. no idea what's inside. Right. And uh, so that that's a little more, you know, a little more palatable for me. Uh, what you got? Anything else? You got? I some? just wanted to elaborate real quick because we we touched on the the craft brew races. Yeah. In Newport, but I didn't have any details in front of me because I'm I'm a noob. Yeah. Mo sent me this and said, "Hey, we have tickets to this press pass," and I looked it up and it's like a 5K race. Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, neither one of us are finishing a 5K, dog." Yeah, I'm I running mean, a 5K. We probably could if there was no. some good beer at the end. But. No, I definitely can't run that. Um, so it's a uh, it's a really cool event actually. It's at um, Fort Adams State Park. Okay, that's where the actual like festival is, and then they do a little five k. Like it might even leave from and come back to. I don't know exactly, but um, it was a really cool event. It kept popping up on my news feed, and I started to look at some of the breweries, and it's just it's littered with with not. I don't mean littered in like a bad way. Yeah, but it's just it's all Rhode Island breweries. And since you didn't come to the other one in Newport, I thought yeah. this would be a cool opportunity to kind of get out there and try a bunch of these breweries and see what they got cooking. Beard will be there. Um, you Love know, me some beard. Foolproof, uh, Gansett. Um, your your favorite, Crooked Current, will be there. Ooh, love it. Revival, Gray Sale. And really, you know what drew me to it? Uh, 14th Star, Ragged Island, uh, Newport Craft. Uh, formerly Newport Storm. Yeah. Really drew me to it because I saw Canned Heat was going to be there. And I'm really interested in what yeah. these guys are doing. And I want to see them kind of get out there and put their name out there. And they loved them at the last festival in Newport. So oh. I, I think they're probably going to love them here again if they bring the same beer. I, I assume that they will. Um, they're going to be on the list? They are on the list, though. Nice. They will be there. I already talked to them about it. I went to their uh, tap takeover at Chomp. Yeah. Like, you told me. Was that, that like two weeks ago? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, weeks ago. That was so. First of all, Chomp, legit burgers. Yeah, they're awesome. Very legit burgers. So if you've never been there, go. Um, but yeah, they were doing a tap takeover. They took over the whole patio, and uh, a bunch of their family and friends and stuff were there, and they were pouring pints. And I, I got to talk to them for a few minutes, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're going to this festival and that." And I said, "Well, I'll, I'll be at the Newport one, so I'll see you guys there." So nice. they will be there, and they'll be pouring. So the 
the race starts at 10, but we don't have to be there for that. Um, the 5K race actually, oh, I'm sorry, the registration starts at 10, the race starts at 12, and then the festival gates open at 12.30. Okay. So, like, the fastest runners will be there at 12.30, and I'll be in front of them yeah. because yeah. I'll already be there. Well, our press passes, so maybe we get sneak in early. Yep. But I'm not going to be a hardo running around with my shirt off like an idiot because nope. I just ran a 5K. Nope, I won't be doing that. I'm drink beer like a real athlete. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. And then it ends at 4, so... Cool. We'll be there from 1230 to 4 at yeah. 5. If anybody wants to check that out, they are still registering uh, people for the race and for the festival. The 5K and Beer Fest uh, right now because we're July 10th. You're going to run 60 bucks for that. Ooh. Um, if you wait until the day of, you can still register, but that's going to be 70 bucks. Um, if you do festival only, it's 50 bucks now and then 60 bucks on the day of. So I would suggest if you want to go and if you want to do this, register now and get your name in there because it's only but only going to be more expensive if you do it on site. So yeah, that's crazy. And if you had already registered, it would have only been fifty bucks for you, but you would have had to register back in May. So yeah. a lot of people don't have that much foresight. Nice. But, nice. So it's going to be a really cool event. I'm excited about it. You talked about we're funked already, so I don't need to get into that a yeah. whole lot. I do want to talk a little bit about your strategy for we're funked because. Yeah, we Sour got Fest is a little different than than a regular beer fest. I mean, sours can wear you out, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I kind of have, like, a number in my head. I want to stick to, like, 25 to 30 maybe. Okay. Uh, and really go to, like, the high-end ones that I think yeah, that yeah. I'm going to enjoy and that I'm obviously going to look for some that I enjoyed last last year. Yep. And maybe once the palate goes, I just go crazy and start drinking everything. But yep. Uh, World Cup's on that morning as well. The, oh, the final is going to be on that morning. Oh, that sucks. Uh, but it starts at 11, and beer the, the beer fest starts at 12.30. So maybe you can sneak most of it in. Yeah, okay. Uh, if we if we go somewhere up there, you know, there, there might be a restaurant or some kind of tap Yeah, we can give it a there. shot. Yeah. I don't know what's around there. Um, so your strategy as far as what are you thinking with you're just gonna go you're just gonna go full bore and see <laughs> see when you hit the wall? You're gonna eat? You're gonna Definitely have to eat. I yeah. mean that's like I think what might be a decent idea and I, I don't know, I've never actually been to a sour festival before. Yeah. Is maybe kinda like go for a little while. I mean it's what, four hours, four and a half hours? Yeah, something like that. It's a like pretty that. long one. So maybe like go for a while. I would guess a lot of the sours are going to be lower alcohol. Yeah. Being uh, just in general, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. The, the 4 to 6% range is where I've seen most sours that I've drank in my life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can drink a decent amount of those and not be drunk. I'm not super worried about that. Yeah. What I am super worried about is having, like, like my cheeks be eroded by all the acid that yeah, I'm taking in. that's going to happen. So I, I would say hydration. Yeah. And maybe, like, taking a break, like, literally halfway through and just, like, you know, drinking something or eating something, like, really forceful that can kind of just, like, give you, like, a little bit of a refresh. Yeah. And then you can start over again. Yeah. I, I don't know. In I my gotta, head, that makes sense. I got to look up something that'll that'll break up the the acidity in, yeah. in all the beers. I mean, uh, I told you last year, the start of the show, Jack Zabby had uh, uh, Tums on their table. That, yep. that helped a lot. I'll probably bring some of those on yeah, my that's, own. Yeah, that's a good idea. I know in cooking, a lot of people offset fat with acid. So maybe fat is a good way to offset acid. You yeah. Know? Maybe I'm, some cheese. Bring some pocket cheese. Pocket you know, cheese. You, you yeah, know. you never know. Yeah. That would, 
that would be something. I, I fat with beer just kind of goes well together. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Kind of like helps. pork grinds. Exactly. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I had my first pork grind last week. So. Oh, they're great. They're great, great stuff. Yeah, it was very good. I like them. Um, Barbecue pork rind. Another local note: Good Fire coming out with a new beer this weekend. Meta. Mm. I uh, saw the can art. It looked really yeah, cool. Yeah, can art looks cool. I don't know a ton about the beer. Me neither. I think it's another double from them. It is. Uh, they're doing awesome stuff. Love sending them. me a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, you said you, yeah, said you were asking I, them about I it. I told them to put aside one of the, the cyan, yellow, yeah, uh, yeah. blue, whatever. CMYK. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. those look pretty cool. And I, I've been wanting a shirt from them for a while. And then when I went up there with Jess, they didn't have shirts. And mm. then when I went up there with the beer guys... The, the Coastal Craft guys, the, they didn't have shirts. Damn. Because I contacted them before, and we were going to go buy, but they didn't have any shirts. So she, uh, the girl, who whoever does their Instagram, uh, got to me and was like, yeah, we have shirts. Like, what size are you? So she put one aside for me, and I said, I don't know when the next time I'm going to be up in Portland. I mean, yeah. hopefully it's soon, because if we start closing more breweries, and yeah. maybe the whole city of Portland will want to be distributed by us, which would be really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean... But, uh, yeah, I don't know when the next time I'll be up there. So she she's going to mail it to me. Yeah, I don't we, know what it's going to cost me, but. <laughs> I, I I actually did the same thing when I went there. I asked if I could get a sticker mm-hmm. for the cooler. They didn't have stickers. And they were like, oh, well, we can, you know, give us your name and you, we can mail it to you. I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll be back, <laughs> you know, at some point. Yeah. Uh, and we actually just got. I didn't uh, get a sticker either. We just got a, a date that we think we, we might go back. We, we were talking about doing a day trip to Portland, which we still may do in August. Nice. Uh, but we might do a little anniversary trip up to up to uh, Portland doesn't sometime in September. No, nope, does not get better than that. Side note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ambush you with this because I haven't even asked you. Love it. Thursday. This Thursday? Yeah, what are you doing? I got lots of stuff. But why, a lot of stuff. Why, you want to go to Trillium? Trillium for the Bissell Brothers Tap Takeover. Oh, is that where it's at? Trillium. Yeah, Trillium with, Canton out on with, the patio with the uh, the lobster rolls. Yep. The high roller. High, yeah, high roller lobsters or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I could probably make that happen. What time does it start? I don't know. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd have to get back to you on that. I like the ambush though. Yeah, I saw it. I invited you to the page. Yeah. I didn't see you respond to it, so I assumed you either didn't care or well, wanted I, me to I ambush. I didn't know where it was. Like, when I first started, I actually thought it was in Maine. And I mentioned it to somebody, like, oh, Trillium's going up to Maine. And they're like, nah, Bissell's coming to Boston. And I was like, oh, really? That's No, it's not cool. in Boston. I think it's in Canton. I don't know. See, I'm pretty I, sure it's I literally Canton. know nothing about this stuff because I oh, never me... expect to go to anything. But uh, So, you know, that was a great agenda-free show for you guys. Do you want to take this time out to just kind of thank everyone? Who helped us along year one, stayed patient, our listeners, uh, you know, all the people behind the scenes, Jess, Justine, who put up with us doing this on a weekly basis. You know, we take weeknights away from the family to do it. Yep. Um, we had a lot of great guests. We had uh, we had Cam from Other Half. Uh, yeah. The audio quality was very poor on that. That was the, in like the beginning stages. Yeah, but the though, quality you know? of that was very, very good. The content. The, the was content there. in the right. in the interview was very good. Yeah. We had Jeff from Startline. Uh, really, just an awesome dude. Super polished, super professional, and yep. super passionate about beer. He Definitely. was a really, really great interview, and that place is awesome. Um, we had Morgan Clark Snyder before he was the big star that That's he is true. now. That's on, true. On Button, yeah, we kind of we had there. him at the beginning. Yeah, when it was a skeleton of a brewery. Yep. Uh, we went in there and we interviewed him with uh, 
the bug zapper going off in the background, and now yep. it's this big star in Rhode Island group. Yep. Who else All we have? Anybody? Place. We have anybody else on the podcast itself? On the podcast itself. We had awesome we had co-hosts. Yeah, yeah, we had like awesome a, co-hosts. Yep. We had Todd Dersham. Uh, we had Colin Butterfield. We had Seamus Pendergast. Those guys are super passionate about beer, knowledgeable about beer. Yeah, fantastic. We should have had them on again, really, yeah, but maybe we, we can. We always can. Yeah, I'll probably call out sick. Todd, yeah, well, that's the thing is Todd's always like, uh, I'm like, hey, you want to come do the podcast? He's like, nah, I mean, you guys drink way too much. And I'm like, we only drink a lot when you're there, like, handing us beer. It's like yeah. a machine gun. Half the time when we're doing the podcast, like, we have, like, a beer, two yeah. beers. Yeah. I mean, tonight, no different. We're having two beers. And we had, uh, we got our first break with 990WBOB.com. Thank yep. you to Joe and Adam over there. Uh, giving us some radio time that's really brought us to a different kind of level. Doing uh, an article for him coming up. Yeah, doing an article. Mo's there in the yep. Liquid Lunch page. See? Yep. Uh, we have some great guests on that show as well, but it's really been cool. It's been kind of a grind. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, just plugging away, sharing yeah. some beer knowledge. Thank you to all the people that write in. We had Eric write in. Yep. Gary yep. wrote in. We uh, had. You should have a beer for us pretty Jake, soon, no? Jake Robitaille. Yeah, well. Remember, he, he's supposed to have a couple of them. Yeah, I think right. those always get drank, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. And um, the people in our group, Kevin Mack, Kevin Francis, yep. Adam Askew, so Blake. many good people. Blake, yeah, Blake listening right listener. now. Uncle Dan. Uncle Dan. Oh, how could I forget Uncle yep, Dan? Yeah, Uncle Dan listens Hopkinson, to the show. Hop, yep. Hopkinson hookup. Yep. Call so. Hoppy. I mean, if we missed anybody, sorry, but... Yeah, we do apologize, but... I mean, so naturally, when you're name. thanking people, I feel like we're on, like, an award stage right now. Yeah. Also, while getting bit by mosquitoes. Yeah. And I just saw a firefly. So, we got year two in the works, hopefully bigger things yeah. uh, coming out of it. Hope to have some bigger guests. Well, not not bigger guests, but more, more guests. More guests, That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. More as a bigger guest present. Venti guest. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 20 guests. ounces of guests. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, we're just really, really happy about the show. Was that and a bat? That was a bat, of course. I think that was a bat. We're in the noob stage. Anything's possible. Oh, damn. Uh, so I am going to leave it there, Mo. You got anything else that you want to say? Um, Just Thursday, July 12th, 4 o'clock it starts. It is on, in Canton on the patio. They call it the Lobster Trap, Bissell Brothers High Roller Lawn Takeover. That sounds very cool. Yeah, so go and check that out if you guys are into it. Um, they will have a full tap list or until beer runs out, um, Bissell Brothers will be taking over. I think they're going to still have Trillium stuff inside, though. Love so. Bissell, love Trillium. Yep. So we could try to make it out there. Yeah, I might want to. I'm, I'm going to try to do that. Uh, again, Noob Tap Takeover on 990WBOB.com, Tuesday night, 9 p.m., guest tbd yep and I'll find uh, we'll have some cool stuff on there for you so thanks again for tuning in guys we'll see you next week or we'll see you at another, another time, time. hi